1: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
0: Alistair? Yes, Andy Matthews? I've got a question for you. Okay, well, I'm... Okay, I'm ready.
1: Okay, when was the last time you did something good for sponsor of the show,
0: Harry's Razors? Well... I guess the last time we did an ad was in a way good for them. Okay. I guess it didn't hurt them.
1: <laughs> well, I've been contacted by the the good people from Harry's, and they are good people. Yeah. And they've asked us to please stop doing
0: ads for them. Really?
1: Yeah. Apparently, we were so successful last time mm-hmm. that they're they're just swamped. They couldn't possibly sell another razor.
0: Yeah. Well, you know I'm...
1: what it's like when you couldn't possibly eat another peanut. Yes. Do you?
0: Well, I've eaten a lot of peanuts in my time, Andy. (laughs) By the way, I just want to say, when you said that they were the good people at Harry's Razors, that's the kind of people you want handling razors, is good people. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) They they have really
1: rigorous hiring uh, policies. Yeah. And no one who's evil or even the slightest bit sort of stabby gets in.
0: Oh, yeah. Slicey. Slicey. You don't want
1: anybody slicey. You you, you check uh, check out the... uh, the resume, yeah. and uh, you know, say Edward Gareth, mm-hmm. right, is one of your, your potential employees. Absolutely. If he's got the name Slicey in inverted commas between yeah. Edward and Gareth, he doesn't. He doesn't make it no, and or, not that they're
0: profiling. No, or or if he's talking about, say, in his in his, his CV, there's like you know, he says that he's really good with the Microsoft Word suite. Mm. You know, uh, he uh, he he's he's good at he's done salsa dancing. Yes, and slices a few faces, right? <laughs> Not that you would be able to slice a face with once once the, the blades are in a beautiful Harry's uh, sure. holster. And, uh, sure, well
1: they wrestle them into that, that safe format. I imagine a blade in its wild environment. You know, it's it's much like a Mustang. You've got to break it before you can put it in the not that their blades are broken. <laughs>
0: no, no, but, but you but if you were to break them, not that they're easy to break, they're not no, easy to break. No,
1: exactly. That's why you need a professional.
0: That's why you need to get a guy who's a professional slicer to break these things open and then do more slicing. Anyway, a- anyway, it gives you a beautiful, clean shave. It
1: actually does. I'm now currently um, gone back to just a moustache. Yeah, and I've been using my Harry's razor. Yeah. on the remainder of my face, Andy. And there's a part boy. Of, that
0: part of your face looks like you're a baby.
1: Yeah, but everything yes.
0: else is a man.
1: I have uh, well, currently two babies, mm-hmm. and let me tell you the uh, the the hype is real. Yeah, right? believe the hype. They have smooth bottoms, but my baby, your third actually- baby. Recently he just learned to talk and he 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 touched his own bottom and he said that's as smooth as dad's face. (laughs) Those are his first words. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's complicated.
0: Yeah, no it is. And just like just the image of a baby touching his bottom and then saying something. You know, it's yeah, it's graphic and interesting, and I love it. Anyway, Harry's razors is quite good. I think we're going to be talking about it later. We'll
1: talk about. We've we'll got was, more information for you later. On. Yeah. This is just a little. This is this just the fifteen The
0: fifteen second, second teaser. Bye <laughs> <up top. laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> G'day, everybody, and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the the, special Australian edition of Two in the Think Tank. Uh, The the podcast where we come up with five Aruni sketchy doozies.
1: Pull up a a wombat and crack yourself a wallaroo because we're going to get down under with some.
0: Yep, put your Billy in the bushfire. It's ready to have a hot cup of Joe. Joe, Joe. Joe is the name of the backpacker Rudy. that you killed Rudy. and you put in the billy. Oh, sorry. The <laughs> billy <laughs> <tea>. <laughs> Hot of <cuppa> Joe. <laughs> um, so, welcome yeah, everybody yeah. to... The podcast where you know we're coming up with sketch ideas. Now it's a, it's illegal to eat a, another person. Absolutely, right? but is it illegal to, to drink d- another person? Well,
1: I think we found a I loophole. Think a
0: loophole. So smoothies are okay. Cannibalistic smoothies. A
1: smoothie exactly.
0: Is it, well, is a smoothie considered? I mean, like with a good lawyer, I think you could get you could you know because I think a bad lawyer would would somehow. Uh, He'd lose a case where a smoothie was seen as drinking rather than eating.
1: Sure, sure. Because, you've, you know, got, you've got to you've got to be able to argue that distinction.
0: Absolutely, because I yeah. mean,
1: obviously, it's thick. It's thick. But but you know, if you if you're getting it through a straw, and mm. you know, sure, it's one of those straws with a with a little that little flat scoopy bit on the end. Mm. But if you're sucking,
0: yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, this is this this premise obviously really. Oh. <laughs> Is really resting on the hope that somewhere in the law there is a, they they, they forgot when they say that that you can't eat a person, which I'm not 100 percent sure is illegal to that you can't eat a person, because like can I grab your hand? Can
1: I ballism?
0: What's ballism? Oh, can I ballism? Very good, Andy. <laughs> um, in the law, does it actually say you cannot eat another person? Because if 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 you can't, like, would I would it say be illegal for me to grab your hand and take that little bit of like kind of hardened skin next to your nails mm. and chew on that on your clavicles, chew on that mm. and then swallow that? Would that be illegal? Is that like or is is that kind of like illegal in the same way that opening like your partner's mail is illegal? <laughs> 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 I, look, L, I. D- I think what you found there is is is
1: not so much a grey area of law, the law. It's it's what's called a brown area of the law. Oh, right? brown area. It's where it's uh, it's just so distasteful that mm. no one's ever really looked into it. Okay. I see.
0: So I could be I could be getting away with this for years. Yeah, exactly. Due to this brown area, <laughs> working away. I think it's okay to eat all the dead parts of a person. You know, That's so great. skin, Why can't hair. Cannibals just do that. Why do they have to kill a man?
1: Yeah, just to eat his body. Right. There's so much eyelashes.
0: Yeah, eyelashes. Uh, you know, spit all the spit that you kind of like. You, I lose. You lose like kilos of skin a year. Yeah, you should be allowed to vacuum a person's house and then just eat the dust.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think that's great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, we it's we, like have, a... we have a few cannibal sketches it's, on it, this show. Yeah,
0: it's an ethical cannibal.
1: I think it's. It's. Is, is it like uh, that? Would be the equivalent of uh, what's his name? Um, a vampire guy in Twilight, right? Because he's a good vampire. Oh, yeah. He doesn't uh, he doesn't eat the men mm. um, or the women. I think he, he sucks the blood of animals or something like that. So this is like that, right? Yeah. If you're a cannibal, you know you can still do it. Or, or, or mm. uh, Dexter, you know, a yeah. serial killer. He only kills bad people. Obviously, this is a
0: cannibal, and I only eat skin flakes from the floor. Yeah, or you know, the parts that are already dead. So he goes, yeah. eat, he might eat hair clippings. Or like the eyes of a successful businessman. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, the um, the, uh, the 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 back part of the eyes, because it's always behind the eyes that people oh, are dead. dead behind the eyes. Yeah. You're so right. you could eat the behind the eyes. Maybe the brain, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> could you eat a brain dead person, or just their brain? Just their brain. <laughs> just their brain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so,
1: <laughs> so, but but hey, I've got a line for our. Uh, but I also think that the drinking a person thing is, is, is something as well, right? i got a line for our lawyer to use. Yeah. Right? If the smoothie's not thick, you must acquit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you must acquick. Right. <laughs> if the smoothie's not Nesquick, you must quick. Oh, wait. That doesn't make sense either. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely oh. made it worse. Yeah. Well, I, th- I thought acquit had qu- IQ, I- I- ICQ, ICK. <laughs> ICQ. Anyway, drink person is being written down as a sort of a second part of this other sketch where the guy has been finding legal loopholes. So that it, I mean, le- finding legal <laughs> loopholes doesn't seem like the most le- uh, eth- like ethical thing to do. But I think the idea of an ethical cannibal.
1: Yeah. If you if you stand up and you say, Your Honor, I have found a legal loophole, hmm. it, it might prejudice the bench.
0: Yeah. And you don't want to prejudice a bench. Yeah. Um. I guess like, you know, getting getting people to like if you you can get cremated, you can get buried, uh yes. surely you could say that I want my my father's body to go to sort of ethical cannibals. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I suppose it's not going to be the best kind of meal for a cannibal. Look, like, I like I think you know, at the moment, a lot of hospitals are no longer accepting bodies because they've just got too many bodies. They don't want any more donations, right?
0: Really? Yeah,
1: bodies for, for medical science. And uh, you know, I, I think a cannibal is probably going to want to. I think they don't want it. They wouldn't want any more oldies. They wouldn't. I mean, I'm not yeah. su- I'm not sure, but I have the feeling that a human body probably doesn't taste as good as. But it?
0: you know what? Luckily, yes. Luckily, oldies aren't the only people that die.
1: Thank Christ.
0: <laughs> sure. Look, I'm I'm not 100% worried about the, 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 the full... What about
1: that song? Only the old die young. Is that... Oh,
0: yeah. Is that a song? Is that a song? Oh, look, I, I'll, I'll write it down. If it's not a song, I mean, that's a great, that's a great premise for a song. Only the dog you die young. <laughs> Fuck. All right. I've got a premise for a song for you, Alistair. Yeah, only the dog die young. I
1: thought of this yesterday. So do you mind if I bring something in from off-pod?
0: All right, I'm going to allow an off-pot idea.
1: Okay, you know how I've been learning the banjo? Yeah. yeah. Right? I thought, you know, there's so many great classic old banjo songs about, um, you know, uh, like for example, uh, Joe, John Henry, right? John Henry. He's his song about a man who he's, he works all day on the railroad, hammering in in nails yeah, right, right in the railroad. And then one day, the shop foreman, or the you know the foreman or whoever he is, brings down a steam machine that's supposed to hammer the nails, oh, right? No. And it's going to take John Henry's job. And John Henry hammers. He the says, machine. I'm going to beat that machine, yeah. right? So he hammers faster than the machine, right? Mm. And then eventually one day John Henry dies with a hammer in his hand. There's another song called Peg and All, which is about somebody who makes shoes and then they make bring along a machine, replaces the the person who makes the shoes, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Peg and All. Uh, so, but w- once all the jobs have been replaced by robots, mm. right, we're not going to be able to have those great banjo songs anymore. Oh, no. Right? So I figured... I would write a banjo song about... Uh... A banjo player that
0: gets replaced by a robot?
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's good. <laughs> this is about a robot that gets replaced by a slightly better version of the robot. Oh, see, right? that's good. So yeah. we've got, we got a construction line, right? And there's the ZNFP HQ-12, mm. right? Uh, and it works every day in the construction line building... The you know building whatever it's building right, yeah. and then one day the shop foreman comes down and tells it that it's replacing it with the Zen NFP HQ thirteen.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's really good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then at the end, so this is like you know you see the guy playing the banjo at the mm. beginning right there, and then he starts he tells this song. Yeah, and um, and then at the end of the song, uh, the guy gets up and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> And he walks away, and that's a, that's the it, that's the you know like a, you know the last little reveal. Mm, <gasps> They're little all robots now.
1: Well, I thought a good reveal in the song would be if you revealed that the thing that the ZNF, ZNFP HQ12 had <laughs> been building was the ZnFP HQ13, right? It had built its own like on, on the construction mm. line. It had built its own replacement, and so it really, it lived on like you do through a child.
0: Yeah. But you don't really, do you? No, you definitely don't. No, you don't live on. You kind of you die a lot of the time. In
1: a sense, in a in the accurate sense, yeah, you're you're dead.
0: I mean, it's a shame that that we always have to just get rid of the person that we're replacing, rather than just both work together. You know, like that's interesting. Because, like, why Mm. couldn't you just, you know, like I mean, obviously, when when another man comes along, often Mm. you just both work together on the railroad. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and sort of try to make lighter work. <laughs> well, yeah, the 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 foreman doesn't
1: bring down another man and say, Here, this man's better at hammering these nails than you. Yeah, you're yeah, out. You're
0: out, yeah. You say, No, let's let's both hammer nails. Let's both yeah, we could hammer nails, we could get this done in half the time. This man who's no, single handed no, no. I want a
1: three percent increase in efficiency.
0: Yeah. But and then the... yeah, yeah. And then there's a guy who's single handedly hammering the nails. Mm. I mean, wielding a hammer with a single, single hand. Single hand. All right, he's replacing you. All right, look, I don't know. Banjo song, <laughs> robot, replace.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would also be good to have a song in which the the man brings down the robot to replace Joe Henry, and then Joe Henry and the robot become quite good friends, and then they work together on the railroad, yeah.
0: swapping stories, mm. and then
1: it may, eventually they become lovers.
0: Oh, you see, that would be nice.
1: Yeah. I think... The... I mean, you can imagine a robot built for hammering in nails would uh, be able to show you a good time. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> I think you might mistake your um, your um, penis <laughs> as, a, as a nail, maybe.
1: Well, that's a risk, I guess.
0: I guess, and then really bring down a large block of dense metal onto mm. it. But you know, who's to say that that doesn't feel good? Yeah. <laughs> Who, who are we to judge? Yeah.
1: I think um, th- th- you could also have it like, because this robot's obviously built for like this brute force thing. Mm. But then if Joe Henry was then able to teach it how to be gentle with that hammer, right? <laughs> and teach it like a, a more sensitive, because I think as a man, mm. Joe Henry would have like a, an emotional connection with the nail and he would know how to work with the nail To hammer it in a way that's both good for him and for the nail, and I think that the robot would come in not having that, you know, like like for example, uh, a romantic comedy in which Sandra Bullock is a you know career driven yeah um,
0: she doesn't know how to love businesswoman
1: doesn't know how to love exactly in in this movie. The, ro- the hammering robot is played by Sandra Bullock.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be voiced by Sandra Bullock. Voiced I by think, Sandra Bullock. I think the, the, the contortion that would be required of, of Sandra Bullock's body is just, I think it's just a like a method step too far that she's not willing to take.
1: Sure. Okay, it's motion but capture. But then again, but then again. E-motion capture.
0: Uh, uh, That's where we put little... For the listeners, I was pointing to Andy.
1: <laughs> That's where we put little green balls... On our heart, on, the, on our heart, on the heart of and the actor, soul. <laughs> and we're able to capture
0: the emotion, and then turn yeah. that into a performance. Look, I think okay. So I think it starts. I think it starts with a man, uh, with a, with a man playing a banjo, singing a song about a guy who gets replaced by a robot, but then learns to work with him, mm. and then the relationship blossoms, blossoms, and becomes. Uh, becomes potentially sexual. Yep. Uh, I think. I think the, the 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 moment where they try to figure out how to make it sexual, they <laughs> both have these urges, but they don't know. You know, they're not compatible. Yeah. They're like Mac and PC. Yeah. Right? Wow. And uh, except they're man and PC. <laughs> um, and uh, and then so so I think that's interesting. They find a way to turn mm. it. You know. It's obviously, I, I'm assuming it's, I don't know, I'm not going to go into details. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just like, I think just like searching every little corner on each other's bodies, trying to find something to hold on to yeah. and, I and, think, I think and that's trying to find, quite you know, beautiful. Like, there's just this idea of you want to press yourselves against each other, but you don't know where.
1: Mm. Well, it, that's like a very often a first love of any kind, mm. you know, involves a certain amount of searching and sure. uncertainty and...
0: Exactly. This is just like any other love. Then the man dies because of his mortality. Oh right? wow! You know, yeah. and then the man gets replaced by a, a robot. robot, which replaces the the bigger robot. But then they work together yeah. and they form some kind of relationship. Wow, so
1: the other robot just moves on, just like that, does it? Doesn't? Doesn't? Well, yeah. Obviously, obviously,
0: enemy. it resists. I mean, first sure. it had to learn how to love. Then it had to learn how to resist. <laughs> You know, resist moving on, you know, Mm. straight away.
1: But then it has to learn how to love again. How to love again. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And then... That's a great sequel. I love it. We make the first movie, (laughs) and then (laughs) he's learning how to love again. Yeah. And very often the best way to learn is to teach. So in teaching the the newer, more efficient robot Mm. to love, it teaches itself to love again. Yeah. And then so on and so forth. Yeah,
0: and then I don't know. One of them. Maybe one of them.
1: Then they then they send down a hologram or something like that. A
0: hologram to, to build the
1: railroad? <laughs> well, to simulate a railroad. <laughs> so, so, we don't actually need a railroad. Turns out the railroad is real. Just a actually, metaphor. Yeah. Oh, it's just the.
0: <laughs> we've been mil- building a metaphor this
1: whole time. This whole time, uh, we've been building a metaphor for the futility of human endeavor.
0: Yeah, and then the man who's singing the song turns out to be. A banjo. A banjo. A banjo. <laughs> oh, no, imagine if they both, both the robots then get replaced by banjos. Imagine. Yeah, so, so, I mean, or the guy who's playing the banjo, his banjo gets replaced by a robot. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe a little, like a guitar that sounds like a banjo, with a, a banjo emulator on it. Is this, is this getting worse or better? No, it's getting worse. Okay.
1: I think, Okay. Also, I could be going down. Really,
0: look, uh, we I think we might have found that... we anyway. We might have found a, a, a good narrative story there.
1: No, I think we definitely have. Mm. Yeah. Um, all right. So, I think I think a um, I, the 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 thing that we mentioned in there about first love and 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 fumbling around and trying to find a way to connect, you know, because yeah. you know you want to do something but you don't quite know how or what. Right? Yeah. I think that's a funny thing to take and apply to something else right like like whether it is you know uh, uh what's what's the newest you know what's the what, what am i okay i don't know what i'm trying to say <laughs> <here>. <laughs> i i just wanted to apply that to a different yeah yeah so world. like
0: so so it's it's like you know like like the kids in blue lagoon right Right. It's the kids in Blue Lagoon. You
1: know know I know the baby from Blue Lagoon.
0: (laughs) Did I tell you that? Andy, goes to university with Julian Assange. (laughs) He knows the baby from Blue Lagoon. I'm very much the nexus
1: of all human achievement.
0: (laughs) All roads lead to Andy Matthews in some way. Sure, Andy, you know the baby from Blue Lagoon.
1: Well, not, he's What's not a baby anymore. He's a man now. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. I know the the man from <laughs> the Blue Lagoon.
0: The man who died and then leaving these children alone on the island. I know the baby from Blue Lagoon. Okay. Look, <laughs> we'll go into that a bit later. Obviously, this this train of thought is too important to even... Is it the same baby from the Nevermind? It's cupboard? the same baby. Yeah, yeah. They just—we found one baby that can swim underwater. That's right. And uh, we just go, okay, quick, get the get a photographer, get an underwater him photographer. I oh, needed to, to. You needed like movie cameras that could film underwater. Mm.
1: Yeah, but. Fortunately, when you first build a movie camera, it's able to work underwater for the first two or three weeks of its life. It just seems to instinctively know how to work underwater. Then it loses its, it's tail. Exactly. It loses its tail of that instinct. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if you've had a movie camera for a month or two months and you chuck it into a pool, it instantly stops working.
0: Well, that's where movie cameras breed, is underwater. <laughs> underwater. The, the mother, the, the they the spawn
1: of... into the water. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah. Um so, much like the kids from Blue Lagoon, yeah. you know, the old man dies and then it's just this this sort of, you know, teenage boy and this teenage girl and they got these urges, right? Yeah. And they don't know they they've never seen anybody, uh, you know, having doing inter- it. Doing, having the sex. You know, so but they just have these urges, and there's just something that kind of brings them together. Mm. They just want to touch. They know the feeling of touch feels good, and they long for it. Mm. And then at some point, just one thing slots into another, and they just and then the next thing you know, well, they've got, got
1: much less romantic, Alistair. Yeah. All and of a then, sudden,
0: <laughs> well, at some point, it just becomes a puzzle, doesn't it? Right, you a know?
1: really simple like puzzle. Like if that was given to you as like an amusement for your mm. desk at work. It wouldn't take you long to work it out, <laughs> wouldn't it? It's hardly the bloody horseshoe with the two ropes and the uh, knot on the end.
0: I think it would be great if you could go down to National Geographic mm. and you buy <laughs> one of those little puzzles that comes in a packet and you've got to figure huh. it out and it's just a penis and a vagina <laughs> and you just got to figure it out, right? <laughs> could be made of wood. Are there people? Because people
1: obviously, right, people like having sex with people. Yeah, right? But then sometimes people like having sex with uh like a silicon version of a bit of a person's anatomy. Yeah, right? And then are there people who like to watch two silicon versions of human anatomy just going at it? Like mm. like can you remove yourself from the process entirely and then just have two sex toys pleasuring each other?
0: I look, I've never seen this happen. Mm. But I could Im- – I mean, look, I think from what I've seen from uh, the literature, mm-hmm, there are mm-hmm. some people who watch animated sort of pornography yeah, where right. in which there is no there is no real people yep. in there. Yeah. I think maybe the mind can suspend disbelief. Sure. You know, and allow to, uh, <laughs> to imagine what those kind of things would uh, feel like or be like. I guess mm. much in the way that, uh, you know, you could watch – um Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and you could picture what it would be like to be passed out for a while and some guy come and kiss you on the lips
1: <laughs> You know? The Alistair in many ways the
0: perfect example
1: <laughs> <laughs> Right I don't know how you do it.
0: Yeah. Um and then um anyway Look, so in that way, I could see somebody just getting a rubber butt and just like a big, <laughs> a big dildo, or just pushing them into each other on like on, on a YouTube clip, and then that would be popular. But how far away can you take it from reality before, yeah, like, indeed, b- b- you know, in, b- until like, a, mm. no, what's the furthest point you can take it from reality until, and 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 it still cause any uh, kind of arousal? Yeah, arousal. Yeah. So. Um, okay, rubber, you know, like these obviously are made to look like it. That helps. Yeah, yeah. Could you replace it, say, could you use a rubber penis or, or you know, a rubber vagina and then replace one of them with a carrot? I imagine the penis.
1: Yeah, yeah. okay, sure. <laughs> right? Okay, so now it's a carrot and now it's, it's not a, 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 a rubber <laughs> vagina. Now it's a, uh, an elevator door.
0: It's an elevator door. Okay, look, and I think it's much like that, that philosophical question, right? Mm. That, you know, when uh, is it a pile of rice? Yeah, like, you know, like if, if the body, if you, were to rem- if you were to replace yourself completely in one go, would you still be the same person? No. But if you were to ro- slowly replace different, you know, one little part of your brain at a time, you know? It's so, um, grandfather's
1: axe. It's uh, the you know, Jason's argo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so
0: you start with two people having intercourse. Right, then you replace the let's say the woman with with a rubber set of <laughs> you know whatevers, right? <laughs> Just a just a just a, a couple of you know yeah. And so then then and then eventually you remove the guy and are you still aroused now that you've got this rubber mm. schlong mm. and this kind of this, yeah. just this pile of meat, right? Yeah. Well, then you replace the 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 rubber butt or <laughs> with a pile of meat, right? And then you replace the dick with a carrot, right? <laughs>
1: And then, and then you replace the the, the, carrot the with, meat with a <laughs> with an like elevator doors. And then you replace the door. carrot with a small remote control car. Yeah. And then you <laughs> and replace, then replace the elevator and doors the door with like with a, like a, 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 a field.
0: A, oh, I was gonna say a ream of paper, but a, re- a field <laughs> is
1: a, just a field, and you have a remote control car just driving around in a just field. Now you're still around. Yeah. Okay. Now that's, it's it's not a car. Okay now it's, uh, it's, it's just a, it's, a, it, it's a photograph
0: of uh, the first moon landing and right? you're, and you're <laughs> flicking it over the over the field. does that still is the connection is just through time through the timeline mm. a connection to the original sex act yeah. does that just sustain the arousal? Can you remove that land and replace it with just just two clouds
1: well I think I think it, it's an interesting question, something that we as humanity need to grapple with because as Uh, pornography online becomes more and more extreme and continues to influence people's sexual expectations, particularly young boys who are impressionable and that sort of thing, and grow up with the wrong idea of exactly what intimacy can or should be like. Um, I think, you know, inevitably pornography will push more and more boundaries to the point where eventually we do have, you know, a pornographic film that mm-hmm. is just a picture of the moon landing being flicked across an open field a meadow a meadow <laughs> and i i worry about what that will do to our sons
0: yeah i mean our boys you know, growing on, on, up on thinking f- that that's what that, it that's is. what sex is yeah obviously nobody's seen the end of a pornographic film that could be how they all end right <laughs> <laughs> um but but you know there, that is a problem. That is the fear that uh, you know you know a young a young man and a young woman mm. will will you know both come together to and lose then, their virginities yeah. and, but and and because la- of well you know maybe the lady will 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 lay down and make herself as ground like as she can mm. and then and then the man will just cartwheel through the air <laughs> you know? with a
1: with a. Uh, a, a rough sketch of Neil Armstrong, Neil Armstrong on his chest on his
0: chest <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, you know. and then only then will we realize we've gone too far right and we
0: could have stopped all of this but yeah but... look i think i think that's definitely a sketch um <laughs>
1: I think that's definitely a sketch. I I don't know much. Look, and I don't know much, but But I know that's a sketch. Definitely a
0: sketch. Harry's razors. Yeah, what about them? You mean the excellent people who make uh, really good razors at at an affordable price? At
1: an affordable price. German factory. They bought this German... uh, razor factory with over a 100 years of uh, manufacturing experience
0: Well you know who I, what I trust German engineering. German engineering Even if I didn't sh- shave Which I have to Unfortunately that is the burden of man mm. Right um, The women of the world will not accept us Unless we are shaven or at least bearded Right, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Shaven Or at the very least not shaven Yeah right uh, But uh, if even if I didn't shave, I would love to have precision German engineering in my house. And that's what sh- Harry's Harry's razors are.
1: Well, this, I would say, is probably the closest I've ever had precision German, e- German engineering to my body. Right? Absolutely. It's, it's as intimate as you can possibly be with precision mm. German engineering. Yeah. Unless you've got like a pacemaker or something like yeah. that. Which is a, obviously a prestigious German-engineered pacemaker. Right? It would have to be, but they don't make them.
0: They don't make them because that's that's the guarantee that they gave. Razors. That's the guarantee yeah. they gave to Harry's razors when they were making it. They said we are not going to allow a more precise, a more German, mm. a more
1: engineered. engineered
0: piece of technology to get any closer to the human body than this.
1: That's right, and it it is it gets it gets up real close, but it's real jamper with you i haven't cut myself a single time since i've been using this razor and i used to cut myself
0: all the time i just went on a trip i had to use a look for some reason i didn't bring my harry's razor with me and you know what and i just used a a regular supermarket brand um Uh, alistair this is a modern day tragedy disposable razor which creates landfill and uh sadness within the Mm. the sort of the 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 sea turtle population because landfill yeah but human emptiness yeah that's what you've created is what I've created and I cut myself multiple times Mm. I'm a I'm a a bag of scars bag of scars bag of scars and
1: yeah anyway but but what people should do because we're not just talking about the raises oh my god no no we're we're I
0: mean I wish we were we're sure.
1: But we are laying open a path to you to, yeah. to have this kind of happiness in your life yourselves. If you go to harrys.com forward slash think tank, mm-hmm. you can get, for, for only the cost of shipping, you can what? get $13 worth of value, which includes a razor, a precision-engineered, uh, you, you get your handle, you get your precision-engineered uh, Harry's blades, you get your, um, your lathery thing, foam, yeah, shaving cream. Yeah. And you get yourself a little travel clippy case for your for your blade so you can Alistair next time, take it away Uh, with you, keep it nice and safe. I'm such a fool. You're such a fool. All right. And you get that for just the cost of shipping. That's over thirteen dollars worth of value. So that is a bloody great start. Even if you're not going to do anything else, you go along and you get yourself that. Yeah. Right? You treat yourself. Okay? On us. And and you're worth it. You absolutely are. All right? We know it. We know that you are Uh, worth worth it. it. All right. So com forward slash think tank $10 worth of value I, 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 Alice, I'm not totally sure If I, I'm correct on these statistics But I believe that Harry's have sold Over 4 trillion razors Are you kidding? Yeah In 18.6 billion different countries
0: That that's Those are sta- staggering figures They're
1: absolutely staggering statistics. And your
0: figure will look staggering Once yes. you shave it with a Harry's razor <laughs> <laughs> I mean staggering is a, is is already it's not a great way to walk, but it's a great way to look yes, you know
1: right it's it you want it, it's something to inflict on others because i I don't think it's you that are staggering no you, well if something is staggering, yeah, I don't think that oh, i think I think when you use staggering like he looked staggering yeah right, I don't think it's because he is staggering himself no, I think it's because he causes you to stagger oh with. The extent to which he is staggering.
0: Yeah, right. He's, like when when you say that somebody is breathtaking. Yes, they're not taking breaths. No, 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 no. They're no. causing
1: you to take a breath. They're taking
0: your breath. That's away. right.
1: Away. <laughs> What to do with?
0: I don't know. Well, and that's the thing, is that with most, most breaths, that's probably where you want them to go, is away. Away? Because if they were to linger within your uh, sort of chest cavity, yeah. that would probably cause some kind of stagnant air scenario, possibly a mold problem. Mm. And uh, that's where respiratory problems arise.
1: That's right. It's when you don't breathe out. Mm. So I think I think we need to remind the listeners
0: to breathe out. And we need to remind uh, listeners of the important work that good-looking people are doing. Sure, uh, uh, <laughs> taking our breaths away, uh, and, uh, and and allowing you know it's it's part of the sort of the air cycle, much like the water cycle that takes water up into the sky, then back Indeed. into the ocean, and mm. you know whatnot. not. Uh, good-looking people like much like the sun, or like uh, garbage men, garbage men, garbage persons, yeah. right? Who they can t- also be attractive?
1: Absolutely, they they. They take away your garbage. These people take away your breath. And while the garbage men dump it into landfill, mm-hmm. these good-looking people, I presume, dump it into air-fill.
0: Yeah, that's right. And uh, and so I don't know if there's a sketch idea <laughs> I don't think there is. Landfill. But fill is spelt
1: P-H-I-L. <laughs> now, Alistair, I want you to forget I said that, okay? <laughs> I want you to forget that those words came out of my mouth. And in three,
0: wait, two... Wait. <laughs> Wait, how could land be spelled? (laughs) (laughs) Landfill now. It's a great product yeah. name, Andy. Hey, <laughs> but I think it's
1: my, my <laughs> it's my alternative to Viagra.
0: <laughs> oh no, it's a doctor. It's a, yes. Oh, Glanfil. No. no, but I, I I think we still need it to be Phil. Okay, it's gland fill. He's a doctor. He's involved. you oh. come to him with your uh, with your sort of thyroid problems. A thyroid gland? Yeah, a thyroid's yeah. a gland. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alistair, this is so depressing That we're doing this This is like, you know, again we're d- we're, This is the stuff we swore that we would not do Well, you know We well, took an oath, Andy, we took, we took, an, took oath. an oath We took a sacred oath We took the, the comedy sketch idea podcast oath
0: Yeah, which, you know, was, was an oath That we've basically manufactured along the way Because as you mm-hmm. know, we uh, It was it was upon re-listening To a couple of old, earlier episodes That it made you want to take an oath yeah, that we we use way too many wordplay
1: based sketches. But, you know,
0: at the same time, you got to put, you know, you can't have rules.
1: That's right. You can't be too hard on yourself.
0: I mean, yeah. And gland fill, you know, obviously, not, not, not you know, doesn't seem like the.
1: <laughs> so much shame it. in my face. And every time you say it, it's like a dagger.
0: How? <laughs> you just bring it back up. Oh. I don't know what a thyroid even looks like. What Um, would you picture a thyroid looks like? Okay,
1: so I picture a thyroid looks a little bit like a
0: shallot. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, I always picture a gland. Like a little white shallot. No, I a little white shallot. So you picture a gland, it's white. Yeah. What color do you picture a gland? Oh, it definitely looks like it's flesh colored. Really? Yeah, in my mind, a gland is definitely flesh.
1: No, 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 because a, a, a gland is full of like... Uh, something.
0: No, I think you're thinking of a is. ligament.
1: No, no, no. The like gland is full of a thing, right? Some stuff, right? Yeah. Well, like, like, but which is equivalent to like pus or something. When you fill something out with pus, it goes white. So there no, you go. No, no, no,
0: no. I think it's got to blend That's in respe- got to blend in with the look of the body. <laughs> you can't you just can't have these no, can't, not, not everything
1: blends in with the look of the body, right? These are things internal
0: organs and internal organs, they all look distinct. They've all got their own personal personalities. No, I don't know. Right. Look, I think it kind of would look like, you know when they uh, like it would just look like a little bit like the top of an aor- like a long aorta. You know like the the part on the heart it kind of sticks out Yeah, right where yeah all yeah. the pipes well, that's a hook vein
1: up. or something isn't it
0: oh well, i'm or thinking or what's artery what's the what's the it's big tube. what's the big hole the big hole where the blood comes in and comes out is that the a- aorta yeah but it goes into a tube it doesn't just come
1: in and come out
0: into the loose yeah. in your well, body yeah i'm talking about the tube f- i'm talking about that so it's like it's kind of like heart a bit heart colored less less dark right, right? dark the heart's a little dark for me <laughs> um
1: I don't. I don't know if this is something that we can work out from first principles. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. if if
0: what you could call we're using, I know, but I to think to be first principles, I think that we can we can come up with what we
1: think. Uh, 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 I'm still I'm still saying white. Yeah, I I'm i saying it's like swollen up with all the little contents, whatever yeah. they may be, content, some kind of hormonal secretion or. Okay. You know.
0: I reckon it's about the size of your thumb.
1: I agree. Obviously, we agree that it's about the size of your thumb. Everybody knows that. I reckon if you squeeze it, it's real squishy. No, I think it's quite hard and taut. Really? Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I reckon f- it's like, real like it feels squishy. like it would be full of gristle or something. I think it basically feels like a shallot.
0: No, no, there's no <laughs> way it feels like a shallot. I reckon it feels more. It feels more like 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 a like a springy silly putty kind of thing, like a like a sort of like a, a wet stress ball. Two. No, no, it's it's definitely tighter than that. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I don't know if there's any sketch ideas in that either, Andy.
1: How <sighs> stare I'm really sorry.
0: I. How do you think the Earth feels
1: about vegetables? <laughs> you know, like things growing in it. Sure. Um, right, because like, because like, from its point of view, like, a, do they feel like an ingrown hair? Like, I imagine having a, a like a a sweet potato mm, growing in you.
0: Yeah, would be kind of like. Irritating Sure Like So that it's kind of Is is the Is the earth being Sort of personified Like it's Like it's Mother Gaia Gaia yeah. Gaia Gaia Do you say Gaia 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 I think uh, I say Gaia Yeah And so the So vegetables are just like The the, the, the black That's right The black Not the black holes The black, black heads. heads Black heads Black heads yeah. I mean I've always kind of seen trees as sort of the hair of the uh, <laughs> of the earth world. Alistair, could I just change this slightly? Yeah. Right. So um
1: farmers, mm. right, when they uh when they're harvesting the uh the say the the wheat, mm. right? They have that big combine harvest they drive along that's basically like a shaver, like an electric shaver for the yeah. ground, right? Yeah. Can we have a farmer who instead uses wax strips? <laughs> 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 the way he, he harvests the uh, uh, the the wheat is to soften up some wax and then spread it down. He has one big truck that goes along that spreads
0: down a long layer of wax. And like, another one that lays down a big uh, sheet. Like, or like people running, sort of like they do on like the football fields or something like that. Yeah. Or like the, the cricket fields when they have to bring the tarp. Oh, the,
1: when it's raining and yeah, they run out with the tarp. They run out yeah. with the tarp like that. Right. And
0: then so there's people running over the wheat yeah. like that. And then just kind of like getting sticking it on there and then they come along and they... And then they got try to, and then they've just got like this this catapult on the other end mm. that like yanks it off, yeah.
1: Or they run back with it,
0: yeah. But that would be slow and painful, but, sure. But I do accept that.
1: Now, what are the benefits of this? Okay, uh, I guess it takes longer for the wheat to, <laughs> to grow back, back. which. <laughs> It's something farmers would obviously be into. You get Uh, it at the root, which I guess kills
0: the the, kills the plant. Yeah, I guess it gives you a fresh start. Fresh start. Maybe
1: you don't have to uh, plow. It's the it's yeah. There you go. No plowing. Oh, that would upturn the dirt a little bit. Yeah. Uh, You when it grows back, it's softer.
0: You know, you don't get that bristly wheat. Well, you know, there's a lot of bread that's a bit too firm for my liking, Mm. and I I could blame the wheat. Is, is there anything in this? I do think so. I think that there is, like, look, I think just the idea of somebody... Waxing the field. Waxing the field. One guy who gets who, who gets sort of uh, laser wheat removal. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets wheat,
1: rather than growing more wheat, he just gets wheat <laughs> tattooed onto the field. <laughs> So it looks like there's wheat, like he's doing, but it's only exactly where he wants it, right? It's only in those perfect rows. Well,
0: yeah, because it's it's one of those, you know, like there's those uh, there's those farmers that get paid not to grow apples or whatever.
1: Uh, I didn't know about this, but that sounds like a good scam.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a great scam. It's one of those, you know, like those people who, yeah, I think it's like they go, well, you know, if you if there are too many apples and that ruins the price of apples, right? And so you know, some people go and dump apples in the sea or whatever. I think this is I look this, I don't know if this is a rumor or a real thing. Yeah, right. But they dump apples in the sea or they pay some people not to grow things. Yeah. So instead to still just look like he's kind of, you know, he's having a productive year, he just tattoos sort of an apple orchard on the ground. Gets okay. one of those guys who does stuff with chalk on the on the pavement oh, to yeah, make it a pavement look 3D. Artist. Yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> just does that. but with they get one of those dirt version of that who does it with <laughs> apple trees. I think I think I think those guys who draw the three D versions
1: of things on the ground, mm. and you've got to be standing in exactly the right spot for it to look right. Yeah. I think that's a great uh, power. It's re- it's it's an amazing like you know. Oh yeah. That if you know, people say, are we are we just, is everything we're just a simulation? Are we just living in a simulation? Well, are we just standing in front of a really good bit of pavement art? How do I know? How do I know that you, Alistair, mm. aren't just a trick that's been created with forced
0: perspective? Well, and you
1: only look real because of where I'm sitting.
0: There's, there's always that risk, Andy.
1: There is always that risk. I you mean, I guess, I guess
0: something where it came out that the Grand Canyon was actually just that. That's really funny. Yeah?
1: Yeah. That's yeah. why they have that little observation booth. Yeah. They yeah. make you go and stand on that thing. It's yeah. because the Grand Canyon's just drawn
0: on. <laughs> yeah, they had to put like one point where you can look at it from <laughs> um i <coughs> i guess you could just have like a sort of an art doco kind of thing <coughs> where you're talking you're talking to the artists who who did do it and who are if
1: the earth was actually flat mm. and all uh, you know the curvature of the earth it was just a a trick done with forced perspective by yeah. a really good pavement artist i think that's i think that's something i think you know to say that the there are people who are flat earthers right but i don't think even they have gone so far as to say that everything is flat and <laughs> <laughs> cuz even they would accept that like you know a ball. trees and balls and stuff yeah. come rise out of the earth but no i'm i'm beyond that all right i'm a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a strict two dimensionalist uh, yeah right? exactly. i believe that the earth is two dimensional yeah, uh, and uh, like a flat
0: completist? or a flat <laughs> <laughs> um like a what's a What's, some, what's another word that kind of means like all-encompassist or something like that? Uh, absolutist? Yeah, I'm
1: a, I'm, a, I'm a flat absolutist. Absolutist. And uh, yeah, it's just, um, it's just that, those sketches. That's how you know. It's, if you look closely, there's a, there's a hat with some coins in it just at your feet there. Everything is actually
0: just like that hologram on your credit card. It's a 3D projection on a 2D surface.
1: Well, Alistair, this is actually sounding a little bit too much like something someone would say.
0: Well, I know, but that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying yeah. to, create, you know, all of these people. They, if you if you follow any conspiracy theory, mm. you can see how it makes sense. Yeah.
1: Or there's there's that someone along the line has got a little uh, has a compelling sentence mm. that you'll be like, oh yeah, if that's the only thing that I
0: take to be true, but, yeah. I can I can believe this. When when I see flat earthers stuff, mm. there's always that part where they go. Well, there's not enough evidence that the earth is flat. And you go, look, for a moment there, I'm willing to go with you. Just to see. And like this guy who's about to launch a rocket, he's built his own rocket so that he can prove he can go up in space and prove that it's actually that the earth's flat. Yeah. Wow. I I look forward to. Man,
1: that's gonna be big. I wanna I
0: wanna I wanna know. Yeah, absolutely. I guess it's 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 been very strictly controlled who gets to go up there.
1: I wonder though. I feel like they could have got to his rocket
0: somehow. Tricked his rocket. Tricked his rocket to make, like as in, so that he doesn't make it up. <sighs>
1: yeah. yeah. Or, or, you know, someone would have snuck in and done something to the lens on the rocket
0: so that... <laughs> Put know, a fisheye lens. Fisheye lens on the rocket. Yeah, oh, that's classic. Look, yeah. And I guess that's how they could have tricked, that's how they could have tricked the, you know, the Astralons. Apollo, the, Apollo, the astronaut Yeah, fisheye like lens.
1: That. That's fish why that helmet is round like yeah. that. <laughs> Alice, this is another stupid wordplay thing.
0: Okay, here we go. I'm ready.
1: But um, do you think that the computer in 2001, A Space Odyssey, Hal, Mm. do you think that that was a PC? Because there's a real missed opportunity in that movie for Dave when Hal goes insane to have been outside the ship saying, this is PC gone mad. I just think they should have included that line. Would have been really a real fun. Oh, now yeah. this is what I call PC gone mad. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Do you think that we could get, uh, what's his name, Stanley Kubrick? Yeah. To go back and edit that into the, the cut of the film.
0: I mean, it's going to be hard to go back and get him to come back to life and yeah, stuff sure. like that. But I think he was a guy who loved sort of throwaway wordplay kind of yeah, stuff like
1: that. <laughs> a good wacky, you yeah. know. It's just it's just a good line. You'd be crazy and, not to put it in it's like it wants to
0: be in the film yeah and i and I kind of like i think the the movie kind of does drag on a lot, mm. and there's an element of yeah about uh,
1: two thirds of the way in if there were just one good zinger, yeah,
0: what is like you know a lot of people are kind of watching this movie going, "What is this about yeah, and i think <laughs> I think like you could actually end it after the line mm. Whatever, I think I hear there's, like, some... I never made it to the end, but there's some, like, kaleidoscopic Yeah, and when he goes, like falls through, and there's a baby and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a baby. Oh, baby. I think he sees a baby, or he yeah, becomes right. a baby. Oh, I have or... seen that in The Simpsons, yeah. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think maybe if after that, you could still keep the kaleidoscopic stuff and the baby and stuff, mm. but then it's the guy celebrating the pun for the mm. kind of the rest of the... Yeah, great. <laughs>
1: Could we remake it as two thousand and pun a space odyssey and we just <laughs> redub the entire film yeah. where everyone's just cracking puns the whole time? Like I and, and you know, obviously you still have that incredible visual artistry. Mm. Like the film looks amazing. Yeah. The fact that they were able to do that stuff in what, the seventies? Yeah. Is just mind blowing. Yeah. It looks better than a lot of, you know, CGI today. Right? I think that there's but, a huge
0: market for this.
1: But then just puns across the top of it. You know, people go back and they will, um, you know, re-release a movie with uh, better visual effects or mm. they'll restore the grade of the film, right? Mm. But nobody's going back and rewriting the script so it's funnier. Yeah, that's but true. But I think we have the technology now, <laughs> now to, and, and we have the uh, the the writing ability. Yeah. Absolutely, to, no, no. to now write
0: or, or the lack of writing. Exactly, ability. yes. Yeah.
1: The, the lack of shame. We've developed the lack of shame to allow us to rewrite
0: 2000 and pun. Yeah,
1: a space the, a odyssey. space Odyssey.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could even work work a pun into a space Odyssey. I know. I've
1: been trying this whole yeah. time. Don't worry.
0: Um, uh, what about a space pundacy? <laughs> Alistair, that
1: is perfect.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I look something something you know in, in that early part with the, with the monkeys and stuff, you know because mm. one of them one of them, I guess you would say, I mean, look, this is not good, yeah. but one of them is going ape shit right? <laughs> um, uh, but I think like I think in terms of like box office, yeah that would I think that would probably do better than maybe Titanic yeah which you know still my high water mark for and that Titanic is your high water high watermark which is is
1: way above
0: <laughs> that's a really
1: t- insensitive thing to say yeah. <laughs> uh
0: look andy we have we have six yeah and i think look there's
1: a bit of a dip there after the second harry's ad, but bloody hell we i mean we we satisfied ourselves. We sa- I, I can I can rest easy.
0: Yeah. Look, I'm going to rest easy. I think we're... we're look, this episode really ca- is carrying off the first half. Um, even, to be honest, it's it's resting off of the two... <laughs> the, 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 the second and the third sketches, which I think are my st- strong favorites. Mm. But look... Take some... us throw them, Alistair. All right. Here we go. we got the ethical cannibal. Right. Um, which is a person who only kind of eats, like...
1: This is our second ethical cannibalism possibly Wait. our third ethical cannibalism sketch.
0: Oh cuz we got soy, soy boy. boy. Which are now, you know soy boy is now is now like a a sort of alt right insult. Really? Yeah, because
1: they're cuz they're accusing people of being vegans or something.
0: Yeah, I think it it's kind of like that thing with uh um it's based off of that myth that, that eating soy products increases your estrogen. Right. Sure. And so they're, they're all about, you know, hyper-masculinity and all that kind of mm-hmm. garbage, whatever. Um, as if, like, all of masculinity r- rests within one compound in your body. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so we got that ethical cannibal. He only eats uh, the dead parts of, uh, of of human bodies, the hair. You know he'll he'll vacuum your he'll come and vacuum your house and then yeah. and instead sort of like eat the powder um and possibly He's basically a dust mite yeah well you know well, an ethical dust mite the ethical dust mite yeah i guess there are not there are no ethical because well, ethical dust Well, well, 'cause dust mites will shit in your bed or whatever right yeah yeah, i think so so that's not ethical I think he won't <laughs> do that he won't do that
1: yeah. It's actually quite good. Like I like I think I think you know if he comes around if you, especially if you've got allergies or something like that. Or,
0: oh maybe, it's so good. Yeah. 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 And then Cannibal
1: here. <laughs> knock knock knock. Ethical cannibal.
0: Ethical cannibal? Oh, oh honey, the ethical cannibal's here. <laughs> uh what do you mean, an
1: ethical cannibal? What's an ethical cannibal?
0: Yeah, and then he goes, oh, get get the nail clippings, get the nail clippings, easy, easy, yeah. And they give him a ziplock bag, oh, thank you so much, madam. Thank you very much, yeah, these all ball up nicely. You kind of get those on the board for a couple of hours and they soften right up. You're going to have them with like a nice... Uh,
1: Mind if I have a quick zip around with the Dyson bagless?
0: <laughs> oh, what's he doing? What's he up to? Oh, honey, it's going to ease off on your allergies. Oh, well, I suppose I'm off. I mean, it just seems a bit odd to me. Anyway,
1: there you go. So that's a great dynamic in the family there. There's the (laughs) the, uh, crazy British wife who's obviously very... Switched on to these things and looking after her husband's allergies. And then there's the irritated British <laughs> husband yes. who doesn't seem to understand anything but does have allergies. But he's,
0: he's slightly conservative. Kid. He doesn't like yeah. that the world is changing. Yes. And then, of course, there's the, the flamboyant ethical <laughs> cannibal who's... Uh, also British. Also <laughs> British. Likes talking about the culinary aspects of being yeah. a cannibal. Very open about it. Um, obviously, then there's the... We've uh, seen that sketch a thousand times. <laughs> um, the banjo song, Rocket Replace, that's what I call it here. Rocket Replace. Well, it's a banjo song. Oh, sorry, did I write Rocket Replace? Robot Replace. Robot maybe? Replace. Yeah. Robot Replace. Uh, you know, and so the man gets replaced by the robot, but then rather than just being replaced by it, it becomes its friend, and yeah. it's a nail. it's a robot that nails... Nails things into the railroad. I
1: think we sort of switched at some point. I think there was... A, like, the song's got to have a level of simplicity to it. Mm. But then I think that there was a film in there as well, which is where they fall in love and, you know,
0: they're yeah. intimate with one another. Well, I think maybe at first he, the man gets replaced, right? Mm. And it's a bit of a sad story about that. But mm. then the man realizes that he convinces his boss that why just replace me and why can't we work together? Right. And so then he gets to... Start work. You know he gets to keep working, mm. right? The man, the, the the boss gets higher productivity. Yeah, and then this guy has to confront his own replacement, the robot voiced by Sandra Bullock. The va- robot voiced by Sandra Bullock. Uh, and then and then you wouldn't think that they would get along. No, you know? but they're like chalk and cheese. They're like yes. robot and man, right? And then they do eventually get along, and then they fall in love.
1: Have we seen a buddy cop? Movie in which one of them is a robot.
0: Uh, look, I didn't see that South African one. Oh, what was that? Remember the? It's got like some oh Chappie
1: is that Chappie?
0: Yeah, Chappie. I don't know if he's a cop. It probably wasn't a cop. He looked like he was a str- like a robot street urchin or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, when are we gonna get a robotic street urchin? Yeah, <laughs> future Dickens. I think when the future, did, you know, when 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 you know, the, 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 he wrote he wrote that great book years ago. Mm. But people say that he's going to one day come back mm. and write another book. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to write a book. I mean, it'd be awful to have to come back from the dead and then just so be people, forced to write. People a book.
1: say Dickens is going to come back and write another book. That's what they say. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, he's he's a visionary. Yeah. I mean, he he he, he saw that two cities would one day come together. Is that what happens in the tale of two cities? I don't know, Al. Is it about? Is it about sort of urban sprawl oh. and that at some point the two cities? <laughs> that's become That's what it one. is. It's basically a
1: blueprint for the urban future urban planning of Melbourne and yeah. Ballarat. Great. I mean, yeah. if we're going to
0: spread out to Ballarat. That's and yeah, it's going to be a big spread. It's going to be really good. Big spread. Uh, next one. Next sketch idea is uh, replacing sex. People with. <laughs> oh my god. It's just the one I'm trying to write these things while we're no, talking.
1: Okay, so this is the one in which we replace parts of the sex or sexual experience with uh, approximations to that, mm-hmm. and we gradually like. Uh, you know, like your grandfather's axe, we replace them with more and more parts, and then we look at it objectively and we say, mm-hmm. is this still a sexual act? Is, this is throwing still... the photograph of Neil Armstrong landing on the moon across an open meadow still in some way sex? Can you still get off on that if you've been paying attention?
0: Yeah, and I, my my theory is yes. Yes. Yeah. As long as you see yourself as either the meadow or the photograph. You've got to be
1: able to identify with it. I think that's yeah. obviously the... Uh, that relies on the, the, the skill of the pornographer, the filmmaker, to, to make you still connect with I either think, the field or the
0: photograph. I think film. let's not insult them by calling them filmmakers. <laughs> They're pornographers. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um then we have the waxing the wheat. It's mm. just the farmer who's just fine you know, he, he doesn't he doesn't like to shave it. He yeah. doesn't like to use a, a a thresher. Yeah. You know, I think that's a
1: thresher. Yeah, Thresher's sure. a thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, then we combine got combine harvester obviously we got the three the this kind of starts with the uh, story about the, the that the grand canyon is actually a 3D painting on the ground mm. but then it kind of goes deeper into um these these flat absolutists these people who it's actually everything is flat and uh, trees are flat you're flat we actually are just two di- two dimensional creatures we're cartoons essentially mm. um very realistic ones, but we've been tricked by a canny street artist, yeah, <laughs> possibly banksy, yep and uh look, I think the idea of flat Absolute is, is actually very good and I, and I and I take back to the second half of the uh oh, I'm starting to come around, yeah, yeah, great, and then we got two thousand and pun, a space odyssey, <laughs> um and uh that is when we we bring back some of the serious classics yeah and and Really, really insult their memory and their reality. Indeed. And the work and their genius. Yeah, and the genius. And we we just throw in some wordplay. Pithy puns. Pithy? Pithy. Pithy. I don't have to be pithy. So, you know
1: what? Thank you so much for listening to Two in the Think Tank. Um, you can uh find us on online
0: twitter. on twitter On At Two in Tank I'm at AlistairTB I'm at Stupid Old Andy We're also on Facebook You can like us And we love it And we're going to ask you If you have any good sketch ideas
1: Yeah we are sometimes (laughs) Uh, We are also um,
0: Part of the Planet Broadcasting
1: Network Yes you can find us on Patreon
0: Uh, Yeah Two in the Think Tank People Thank you very much To people
1: who have donated People have been donating And it's amazing And we love it so much Thank you You're amazing and wonderful Yeah And at some point in the future We're going to read out all your names And we're going to give you The adulation that you undoubtedly deserve Yeah And
0: one of these days We're actually going to Come up with some Great rewards
1: Yeah uh, If I you guys of, uh, have... Well we're well, we, we going to do a show At the Comedy Festival next year Oh yeah that's good And uh, I reckon there'll be some rewards Associated with that Maybe you'll get some uh, Cheap tickets and stuff Cheap tickets yeah Or free tickets or I don't know free tickets Free tickets And you'll also uh, We'll be releasing mm-hmm. Either the audio Or video of that show Oh that's a good
0: idea To To subscribers To subscribers As a little treat well, That's a good treat Andy Yeah I'm. I'm glad. I think we should reveal all the things to to each other on the podcast.
1: And our show is uh, going to be called Andy Matthews and Alistair Trombley Virtual Sci Fi Sketch Comedy Experience. It's going to be all science fiction sketches. Mm. If you have a favorite science fiction sketch idea from the podcast, yeah, send us, tweet us, yeah, Facebook us, let us know.
0: Yeah, because we've probably forgotten. We've probably forgotten, and we have to go through back through. <laughs> Uh, our filing system has not been the best. If anybody wants to help us develop a filing system, <laughs> um, we would love that for keeping s- track of sketch ideas. Anyway,
1: yeah. and we'll put them all. We'll, we'll put we'll put your faves into the show.
0: Yeah, and we'll we'll see what, we'll, what we can do. And so, thank you very much. Uh, obviously, remember to listen to the Weekly Planet. And uh, <laughs> that's what we say every episode. That's and, our our catchphrase. And I think that ants would like the Grand Canyon sketch because I think it's just a lot of dirt. Sure And uh, I mean I guess obviously It would be disappointing For them to find out That it's But I think They it, it w- it would relate to it It's the most dirt Like one Yeah absolutely And I think they would hate The the one The guy vacuuming up All the I think when you're that stuff.
1: small Right You probably don't Have a concept of height Really are, So maybe For ants It would be quite actually, Reassuring
0: Actually ants are kind of Our 2D creatures yeah. To a certain extent I think
1: we've talked about this Yeah Living on that 2D world
0: And we Love, love you. you Thank you
1: this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm.